The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is the On Point with Victor show. I am Victor Armanderas, the Mexican, not afraid to be American. And this is the America's Web Radio Station. You are tuned into, ladies and gentlemen. We've got a lot to get to today. If you notice, and those of you who listen to me are, are veterans in listening to me, you know that uh, I, 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 I have titles on my shows, and today's title is uh, <laughs> the, the Dementia Patient in the White House uh, says he's the biggest danger to the world <laughs> to, or to the United States. Okay, that's not what I put the title, but, but, but basically, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the whitest, oldest president of the United States ever in the history of this country is telling you that the biggest domestic threat to the country of the United States is him. Him. Because if he says white people are the people that are, that are, that are the biggest danger, well, he's a white dude. He's, and, and he says that it's, it, if you listen to this guy talk, when he can speak, when he can make a sentence, when they fill him full enough of drugs so that he can speak for 30 minutes or so, listen to him speak. He speaks about a time that he was part of. He speaks of a time. Look, I'm a brown guy. You guys know I'm of Hispanic descent. I mean, there's a reason I'm the Mexican not afraid to be a Mexican. I know what it's like to grow up and have people make fun of you for certain things. But this country is not a racist country. This country was not an overwhelmingly racist country when I was growing up. And I'm not going to tell you how old I am, but it's been a few years. And people made fun of me. They made fun of me for certain things. Everything from, from being a brown guy, Spanish guy, Mexican guy to, uh, to being short. <laughs> uh, my producer still makes fun of me for being short, <laughs> but that's another story for another day. Um, so and listen, folks. He's telling okay. the truth. <laughs> That's right. Legendary Dave can attest to this. Uh, I'm abused, folks, in my own radio. No. Um, <laughs> now they're playing the violence for me. Um, but but the my point is, folks, take a look around you. Take a look around you. If you're a minority, you, you have a leg up today. And I can say this because I am a minority. And what I'm about to tell you pisses off and the the democrats it it really makes the uber elitist white liberals it really makes them feel bad uh, or uh, makes them mad really because i can say this stuff and you can't call me a racist you can try but i'm a minority and trust me there are people out there that have called me a brown racist i don't know what they mean by that <laughs> and you've got the idiots over there on the herd i mean the cattle i mean the view uh, who are, who are saying that, oh, now if you're brown and black, you can be a white supremacist. Would somebody please explain that one to me? This lady, and I am not gonna say her name because that show isn't worth my time. And I shouldn't, I don't even like talking about it. But when somebody says something like that, so there's one of the hosts over there on that show actually said that a black person or a white person can be a white supremacist. I mean, think about that for a little while, folks. Think about it. It is ridiculous. It's asinine. It's stupid. But this is the stuff that, that Democrat voters are saying. And they're, and they think, 
And listen to me, my fellow minorities. Listen to me, my, my, my fellow brown voters. Please listen to me, black voters. Listen to me. And that includes, uh, any other minority who still votes Democrat. Listen to me. The Democrat party and the Democrat sycophants and the white elitist Democrat, uh, who will never live like they want you to live. They're always going to be the elitist folks. They think you and I, the minorities are stupid. They think we're dumb. They think we can't think for ourselves. They think we can't live for ourselves. We're not smart enough to make a living on our own. We need the precious white government to take care of us. Now, I don't normally like to talk about skin color and white versus black and brown and all that mess. But the Democrat Party can't function without injecting race into whatever that is that they're trying to do. So for today's purposes... I'm going to talk about some white folks and brown folks and black folks. <laughs> You've got a Democrat party that is led by the oldest, whitest people around. You've got a man in Joe Biden that was part of the bus segregation. He said cities would be jungles if we if we didn't keep things segregated. Joe Biden said that. You have a man who lived in the times who had a – I'm not even going to talk about his family – but you can trace the Biden family and you can see how they acted. You can see what they thought about black versus white. You can see what they did. You can go back in history. You can see it was the Democrat Party that was the, 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 the founder of the Jim Crow laws. It was the Democrat Party that embraced the founding of the KKK. It was a Democrat president in Woodrow Wilson who featured the most – maybe one of the most racist films out there, A Birth of a Nation. He featured that film in the White House. A Democrat president did that. And now you have a Democrat president now, a white dude who was part of all of this stuff way back in the 60s and 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 will tell you today that he was against it all when you can go back and look at videos and see that he wasn't. This guy's trying to tell you that the biggest problem today, that the biggest threat to us today is white people. That is asinine. Look at your TV. Look at your movies. Look at your shows. Look at the commercials. If you are a minority now, now there's never been a better chance for you to get into a modeling career or a TV career or any other career. Because if you're a minority and you have a certain skin color other than white, you're going to get a leg up on everybody. And I'm not afraid to say it. That's just the way it is. And yet you have a president and a party in this country that thinks you and I are so stupid that we're just not going to see what's going on and that they're going to hit. Look, we're heading into 2024 and look, folks, I'm not angry. I'm just right. I'm not angry. I'm just right. And I'm going to pause for a minute because legendary Dave looks like he has something to say. And when legendary Dave speaks, you guys need to hear it. <laughs> you know what you get when you cross a Jersey and a Hereford? I have no idea. <laughs> well, a Jersey is generally black and white, uh, white with black spots. Mm. And a Hereford is brown. All right. <laughs> See, I told you you need to hear what David had to say. <laughs> well, I through well, the eye, chocolate milkshake there. Well, there you go. Or remember, you know, there's a Seinfeld episode where 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 Jerry ordered the black and white cookie, and then he's he's in the cookies in the bakery in New York, and he and and 
folks. New York used to be great. These bakeries are everywhere. Uh, and they used to be fun to go to. Now you'll get mugged if you go to one. But anyway, uh, but there's a Seinfeld episode. Look it up. And Jerry goes in. Just look up. Just search Seinfeld black and white cookie episode and you'll see it. But he walks in. He gets to the bakery. He gets a black and white cookie. And he starts to eat the black and white cookie. And he looks over and there's a black dude. And he's eating a black and white cookie. And they both give each other the nod. And, and Jerry says something to the effect, look, race relations, we can get along. Everybody can have a black and white cookie or something like that. It's a funny episode. You should watch it. It's a great show. But, uh, but listen. You've got to understand, and, and, and I, I, I don't know how other, else to say this other than to look at, at at my my fellow minorities in the face and and ask you please to to pay attention. You are being told by the whitest oldest president who who was against segregating. I'm, I'm sorry, he was for segregating. Go look back. Do your research on Joe Biden. Joe Biden, when when he was a senator and they were talking about uh, uh, desegregation and things like that, he said he didn't want his schools or cities to become a jungle. Now, I'm paraphrasing, but Joe Biden basically said that if you do too much segreg- uh, desegregation, that, you're, that cities or schools are going to look like jungles. What did he mean by that? Why is nobody asking him that? That was Joe Biden. Your whitest, oldest president who's trying to tell you because this fool thinks he can be reelected. He wants to be reelected. Jill Biden wants him to be reelected. The Democrat Party wants him to be reelected because, believe me, folks, there's a plan here. Now, when this guy. And, and again, if you are a black voter out there and you're a sycophant to the Democrat Party and you blindly give your vote every two years and every four years, you blindly give your vote to the Democrat Party. You're giving it to the party that's run by white folks. How on earth can you tell me that if I go vote for Trump or if I go vote for DeSantis just because they have an R by their name that somehow this brown guy is racist? But you, you the black sycophant voter for a Democrat who voted all your life for a Democrat and they've gotten you nothing and they treat you like you're an idiot. You're going to tell me that the whitest party out there, the Democrat party, that their upper echelon that is white as can be, you're going to tell me they're not the racist one. Somehow I am. Somehow I am because because I can think for myself. I can look and see that under four years of Trump, we had one of the best economies ever. Under eight years of, of Ronald Reagan, we had the best economy ever. Under George Bush, we did a lot better than we did under Clinton. I, I, I mean, folks, just because somebody has an R by their name shouldn't mean anything, really. You should be judging people on their actions and on their results. And Donald J. Trump, and, the, and let's just use him because he was the president before Biden. You can't look at me and tell me your life wasn't better under Donald Trump than it is now. Everything under Joe Brandon Biden cost you more. And everything Joe Biden and the Democrats are doing, it doesn't hurt the white elitist that's up here. It hurts the brown guy and the black guy who's down here. If you look at poverty, listen, folks, the, the black population in this country is what, 13, 14 percent? But yet look at the percentage of poverty amongst the the black family or what used to be the black family the black culture the 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 hispanics i i don't even know maybe maybe well <laughs> if you count the illegals then probably the brown population now in this country is probably for over 15% and but look at the over look at the poverty numbers look who's poverty in this country and i know some of you are out there going there are white people that are in poverty yes there are yes there are and and we have 
too much poverty. But the Democrat Party, what have they done for poverty? Nothing. The Democrat Party puts you in poverty and they keep you there because they need you dependent. The Democrat Party has zero power if you're not dependent. If the Democrat Party can't get you to vote like a sycophant for them, they have no power. Listen, I've said this before and I'll say this again. If we had an honest media, if we had a a, a 100% honest media in this country where they just reported the facts, they just reported, not opinion, they just record, reported facts so you could figure it out for yourself, the Democrat Party would never get elected again. Not until they change their ways. Not until they change their ways. Today's Democrat Party is nothing like the JFK Party. The JFK party or even Robert F. Kennedy. Listen to some of the things that Robert F. Kennedy is saying. Robert F. Kennedy will never beat Joe Biden because today's Democrat establishment is not going to allow it. Because Robert F. Kennedy, as crazy as the guy can be, is actually saying some pretty smart things. He's saying things that the Democrat party can't allow to be said. Now, you've just, I don't know how else to say this. And again, I'm not angry. I'm just right. And I get passionate because I am a fellow minority. And when I see so many minorities voting for the party that's hurting them, and then they vote continually for the party that's hurting them, I have to say something about it. I have to say something. And when young people, when I see young people, I don't care what their background, white, black, brown, yellow, I don't care. But when I see young college people coming out of college and they're sick if it's for the Democrat Party because they think somehow the Democrat Party is doing something good for them, this Democrat Party is making it harder for you to live. And if you're coming out of college, the Democrat Party is going to make it harder for you to get a job. The Democrat Party wants you only to be a sick of it voter so they can put you in dependence and dependence on them because if they control what you eat, where you live, what you drive, when you get electricity, when you don't, if they control that, they control you. And we'll be right back. If you have lost a loved one and were left with a firearms collection and are not sure how to dispose of them safely, or you may have firearms you no longer want, this message is for you. I am a licensed FFL firearms dealer in the state of Florida, specializing in estate firearm purchases. It is very important that all firearm transactions be handled according to state and federal laws. You can contact me for information at firearmliquidationservice at outlook.com, or you can call or text me at 407-921-8100-247 and ask for James. Again, for information contact me at Firearm Liquidation Service at Outlook.com or call or text me at 407-921-8100. All communications are strictly confidential. On August 8, 2022, in violation of the Fourth Amendment, the FBI performed a most egregious search of a former president's home. The Fourth Amendment of the U.S. Constitution provides that the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated, and no warrants shall issue, but upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched, and the persons or things to be seized. The Fourth Amendment originally enforced the notion that each man's home is his castle, secure from unreasonable searches and seizures of property by the government. We must take a stand, and take back our country, Since the 1960s, J.C. Taylor has been America's premier specialty insurance provider for classic cars, antique autos, modified, and custom vehicles. Our customers have trusted us to protect their prized possessions for more than six decades. 
For more information, or to receive a quote, contact our expert team today by calling 888-ANTIQUE, or by visiting our website at jctaylor.com slash awr. That's 888-268-4783. Or visit jctaylor.com slash awr. Drive through time with peace of mind. J.C. Taylor. This is America's AmericasWebRadio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. Hey, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. This is the On Point with Victor show. Listen, I, you listeners out there are, tr- are are amazing, and and some of you are engaging with me right now. Now, listen, uh, you guys know I don't really take phone calls. And I don't have guests. There's too much for me to say, and you guys are there to listen. <laughs> so, uh, but I will engage with you on social media. So, uh, and I'm getting some people coming through now. And I just had a listener that's in, it's, it's in, actually in Georgia. And what a great point this is. <clears throat> this listener, and, and, and oddly enough, this listener is Hispanic. So we have a Hispanic listener in the great state of Georgia who just pointed out to me, and what a great point this is. That who has, think about who has the power. Think about who has power over you. Who has power over you? Would it be the, the, what, one, two, three, maybe four percent of, of, of so-called white supremacists that might exist in this country? Look, there's always going to be people that don't like you. Always. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're white, brown, black, yellow, whatever you are and whatever you call yourself, whatever you identify as, there's going to be people that don't like you. I don't care. That's never going to go away. Never going to go away. That's part of a free society. But to say that there's a roaming groups of of white supremacists out there uh, that are just planning their neck att- next attacks is ridiculous. So maybe maybe there's one, two, three percent of, of, of people out there that, that, that believe in this white supremacy crap. Okay, who has more power over you? Who has the complete apparatus of the federal government that's run by Democrats? The, again, who has more power? The complete apparatus of the Washington bureaucracy, the deep state, the federal government, whatever you want to call it. It's controlled by the Democrat Party. You think – they have less control over you than one, two percent of a bunch of fools running around somewhere, uh, that call themselves white supremacists. Who do you think is going to do more damage to you? It's going to be the leftist, leftist, progressive Democrat party of today, folks. I, you've got a bigger chance <laughs> of having a much harder life in the next year or so because of the Democrat party, not because of some few uh, outlying white supremacists somewhere who might throw uh, absurdities at you or something. I, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, what a great point that this caller, a, a Hispanic, I might tell you, I might add, who pointed this out. Just think about who has more power over you. The federal government, the, the, the bureaucracy that's run by Democrats, the progressive Democrats out there that's trying to take your gas stove away, that's trying to take your gasoline car away. They're trying to take your homes away. They're trying to get you to eat insects. All of this. Listen, if you're a young listener out there, if you just stumbled upon the On Point with Victor show, if you're if you just found me and you're wondering why on earth are you saying the Democrat Party wants us to eat bugs? Why are you saying the Democrat Party wants to take away gas stoves? Why are you saying the Democrat Party wants to take away your gasoline vehicle? Why are you saying the, the Democrat Party wants to take your homes away? 
Uh, folks, they don't just want to take your gas car away. They want to take all vehicles away. Don't buy into this EV crap. They're getting you in the EV so they can turn off the power eventually and you can't charge your EV. Uh, folks, listen, all of what I'm telling you, you can look up. And this is what I mean for you people who just found me, for you who just stumbled across me, for you folks out there, maybe you young folks. Because listen, the On Point with Victor show has quite the reach. Not only are we heard in just about all 50 states and, and all and, and outside this country, we have listeners in Mexico, we have listeners in Spain. Not only the On Point with Victor show reaches young folks, and if you're a program director out there, <clears throat> I won't mention certain stations, and you're out there wondering, gee, who could we have to host a show that could bring in young voters, uh, young listeners? <laughs> that would be this guy, this guy right here. So if you're a young listener out there and you just stumbled upon me and you're, you haven't heard any of the things I'm telling you, go do some research for yourself. It ain't going to hurt you because you can verify everything I'm telling you. And, and don't do your little Google search because Google, you're going to have to go through 10 pages of Google before you get to what you need to get to because Google's going to throttle. Google's going to hide things. Google's going to bury stories because Google is a leftist organization. And I, that's just a fact. You can't argue this with me. You can't. It's a fact. Now, if you don't believe me, look up Google and see how much money they give to the Democrat Party. Go see how much. I mean, I don't even have to get into that, but you can go look it up yourself. Do yourself a favor, go to DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo. Go to DuckDuckGo.com. Let this be your search engine. DuckDuckGo's not going to follow you. DuckDuckGo's not going to uh, uh, give you a bunch of spam crap. DuckDuckGo's not going to bury stories for you. If you put in DuckDuckGo search bar and you put in you want to find a story, DuckDuckGo's going to take you to those stories, no matter what it is. They're not left. They're not right. They're just a journalist, a, a search. Basically, I call it a journalist search engine because you can put in a topic and it's going to lead you to stories on the topic. They might be left-leaning, they might be right-leaning, whatever, but you're going to be able to read it for yourself and you're going to be able to make your own decision. That's why I tell you to go to DuckDuckGo. So go to DuckDuckGo. You can research. Democrats want you to eat insects. You're going to find the stories. And you won't just find stories. You will find videos. You will find Democrat either elected officials or you will find Democrats in the bureaucracy or you'll find Democrat voters. You'll find these people, these leftist organizations that are trying to tell you and me that we need to eat bugs. It's, you can find it yourself. And you'll also go look at what they're trying to do to gasoline. Go look what they're doing to the oil companies. Go look at all the things they're doing. Go look at what they're doing about homeownerships. Now, if you've got good credit, you're going to be penalized. If you have bad credit, they're going to help you do whatever they can do to get you in a house. Because if they get you in a house that you can't afford, eventually the government's going to own that house. And what are you going to be? You're going to be renting your home from the government. What does the government want? They want you out of home ownership and out of vehicle ownership. They want you on a government home somewhere in a government home somewhere, and they want you to get around by government transportation. That's going to be government buses, government trains, government shuttles, whatever it is. That's what they want you on. You can look all this stuff up, and you can find the information yourself, and you can ascertain for yourself that everything they're doing is leading to more restrictions on your life. That's the Democrat Party. So if you're a minority out there, how I don't know how else to tell you. You are a sycophant to the letter D. And you're voting for people who are making your lives harder. If you are a black voter out there or a brown voter or a yellow voter or whatever voter, if you're a minority voter and you like your motorcycle, Democrats want to take it away. You like your gasoline car, Democrats want to take it away. You like your Chrysler 300, you like your your uh, Lamborghinis and whatever else you have out there. Look, Democrats want to take it away. They want to take it away. That you Are you a chef? You like your gas stove? They're going to take that away too. And here's the other thing. 
if you're a minority voter out there and, and, and if you're, you're, you're making it paycheck to paycheck every week, paycheck to paycheck, and you're finding it struggle to live, the Democrats did that to you. They always do it to you. When inflation, listen, the only, only entity that can cause inflation is government. And right now, government is overwhelmingly controlled by Democrats. We have an inflation problem in this country that was created by Democrats. Who does inflation hurt? Do you think inflation hurts Bernie Sanders, the so-called socialist who just made hundreds of thousands of dollars on a book? This, uh, uh, listen, I gotta calm myself down. But here's another example for you. For you young people out there or for you sycophant minorities who keep voting Democrat, Bernie Sanders tells you he's a socialist. Bernie Sanders just wrote a book about capitalism, trashing capitalism, used capitalism to sell the book, just got unbelievably rich off selling this book deal, but yet he's supposed to be a socialist. This is the guy, Bernie Sanders, who has three multi-million dollar homes. This is the guy, Bernie Sanders, I don't even know how many cars he owns. This is the guy, Bernie Sanders, who tells you, you only need one choice of deodorant in the store. You only need one car. If you get that, you only need one home. Bernie Sanders, a socialist, doesn't live like he's telling you to live. This is my point. The people that you are voting for are never going to live how they want you to live. And that's not they want you to live. They're going to force you to live this way. That remember what I always tell you: socialism is for the social is is never for the socialists. It's just for the peasants. The socialists will never live by the with the burdens that they put on the people. Bernie Sanders, who talks out both sides of his or, or orifices, will tell you that he's a socialist, that he believes in less choices, less freedom. While he enjoys all the freedom he wants, he enjoys all the choices he wants, and he's making more money than – you know, Bernie Sanders used to say – look this up. Again, look this up. A few years ago – well, years and years ago, Bernie Sanders used to say, millionaires and billionaires, we got to go after millionaires and billionaires. Well, health care, we got to take their money so we can give you health care. Well, you know what Bernie Sanders doesn't say anymore? He doesn't say millionaires because we found out finally because now that social media is out there and everything else is out there and nothing's private anymore. Well, we found out that Bernie Sanders is a multimillionaire. So now he doesn't say millionaires and billionaires. He says billionaires. So we got to go up to the billionaires because he's not a billionaire yet, but he's trying. Bernie Sanders is trying to become a millionaire while telling you, you can't be, you shouldn't dream of being rich. You shouldn't dream. You should dream of shared misery because that's what this Democrat Party is about. Every time inflation goes up, folks, it's caused by Democrats. And when that inflation goes up, who does it hurt the most? It's not hurting the white elitist like Bernie Sanders or Joe Biden or Hunter Biden. You think Hunter Biden's worried about inflation? It's not hurting Pelosi. It's not hurting Schumer. All of these people I just told you lead the Democrat Party and they're all white. You know who it's going to hurt? It's going to hurt the poor black plumber. It's going to hurt the brown painter. It's going to hurt the the white guy who's trying to make a living maybe as a plumber or an insect repellent guy. Uh, all these blue collar jobs that so much so many people in America have, they're trying to make a living. The HVAC guy, the, the all of these people trying to make a living. When inflation goes up, they have a harder time living. When when food costs go up, they have a harder time living. When gas goes up, they have a harder time living. You you have a hard time making it month to month right now. It's because of the Democrat Party. And all the white people in control of the Democrat Party, they don't give a darn about how hard and painful it is for you to live right now. 
because they don't have to worry about it. Washington, D.C., They've never seen a recession, and they never will. The elitists that run the Democrat Party, the progressive, all those white people up there, they're never going to see a recession. They don't know what that means. When they go fill up their tank, they have somebody, A, to do it for them. B, they use a a credit card called the Taxpayer of America card. They're not worried about any of this stuff. Bernie Sanders just made hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars on a book deal. And not only that, he gets paid almost $200,000 a year salary from the taxpayers to sit up there in the Senate and tell you, you can't have what he has. When are you going to wake up? When are you as a young voter, as a middle-aged voter, as an older voter, when will you wake up, especially you minority voters? When will you wake up? The white elitist in the Democrat Party who live their extravagant lifestyles, will never live how they want you to live. You have to understand this, folks. You've got to, I don't know how else to say it, but you got to understand it. All right, I got other things to talk about, and David looks like he's got another comment, so David's going to pipe in here, and then we're going to get on with some other topics. David. Have you thought this bug-eating thing through <laughs> in that uh, no. is... <laughs> Is this something that's being promoted by the left, by the progressives, by the green weenies? Uh, Oh, oh, well, let me ask you something. (laughs) You said it right there. This may be a a tough question, but what pollinates the green? (laughs) The bugs they want us to eat? David, now there is a comment. You, You can't do that. That's common sense and logic that you're using. Now, I remember five seconds ago when when we were being told, don't kill the mosquitoes, uh, make sure you take care of the bees and do all those things because they got to pollinate everything. Now, here we are today because of the climate change religion and cult. Listen, folks, climate change, this 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 argument that the Democrats make, it is a cult. This is a religion. Uh, we're not killing the planet, folks, We we, we especially here in the United States. We have the cleanest air. We have the cleanest machinery. We do things the cleanest, which is good. We should be good stewards of our of our planet. Of course we should. What happens if you eat all the but, bugs? But exactly, David. What happens when you eat the bugs? Uh, because I five seconds ago we needed bugs. Now they want you to eat bugs because the climate whack jobs and the greeny weenies, as David so eloquently puts. They are so invested in this climate change hoax, in this climate change religion, in the climate change cult. These people, and listen to what I'm about to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, because I'm 100% right. These people that are involved in the climate cult, they want more people to die because they want population control. Now, I don't care if Media Matters just choked on their lunch. And I know Media Matters, we're going to hear from Media Matters for several things that I've already said today, but I don't care. I don't care because you can't do what the Democrat progressives and these these grainy weenies nut jobs are trying to do without killing the population. Listen, folks, I wasn't even going to get into this today, but go look up what they're what Joe Biden and the Democrats are planning to do with some hydro plants. They want to blow these plants up and dismantle them. And then they've got some kind of carbon catching uh, technology that they want to do. Folks, do you understand what carbon dioxide does to people? Do you understand what carbon, um, I think it's monoxide. <laughs> do you understand what that does? It, it, carbon is heavier than, than oxygen. If it gets in your lungs, it pushes the oxygen out and you die. 
there there was a I don't remember somewhere um, these carbons were getting out. It was some stupid thing the government did, and it was like sixteen hundred people died. I don't remember the story, so don't quote me on this. I'll have to look it up. But the fact of the matter is, everything that these fools are doing, they're doing it in the name of population control because they think that that's going to save the climate. These people are out of their minds, ladies and gentlemen. It's a time for you to wake up, and we will be right back. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. And yet what the ladybugs do. I am back. Let's talk Venezuelan with Josie Cruz and friends. Every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m., only on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. This is the America's Web Radio Station. You are listening to the On Point with Victor show. I am Victor Armendariz, the Mexican, not afraid to be American. Listen, folks, I know what it's like uh, to eat bugs because I've seen it done. Um, you don't know poverty unless you go to some places that I've been to in Mexico. And you can go to the market, ladies and gentlemen. There are crickets. They have buckets of crickets, and, and there are people who eat them. And... uh I don't want anybody having to eat bugs. And if you want to, knock yourself out. In fact, you know what I always say to the Democrats who tell me all this crap that they that they say, you first, you first. And and let me tell you who will not be eating bugs. The elitist Democrat party, the Schumers, the Pelosi's, the Bidens, the Hunters, the all of their families, all of the AOCs. You know, uh, Alexandria Cortez was telling you not to eat meat, and then she was filmed by, uh, I, I don't remember the, that, that uh, movie, uh, movie, the journalist who, who caught her in a burger shop eating a big old fat burger. Again, folks, the Democrat Party will tell you to eat bugs. They will tell you not to eat meat. They will tell you you have to do this to save the planet, but they won't do it. They will tell you you can't fly in a private jet, but they will. They will tell you you can't drive a gas car, but they will. They'll tell you you can't have an SUV, but they will. Understand, Pelosi, Schumer, Swalwell, all these politicians, the Bidens, the Obamas. Listen, Barack Hussein Obama, President Obama stood in front of the country and the nation and told you, and, and you young people believe this crap. Told you these oceans are rising. We're going to lose coastal areas. We're going to lose part of the East Coast. We're going to lose part of the West Coast. What did, what did Obama do when he left the White House? He bought a 12 million plus dollar piece of property on the coast of Massachusetts or the, what was that island? I think it's on Nantucket or one of those. 
So if you're worried about the, you're telling, Obama was telling the people of this country that the East Coast, not the island, the East Coast, it's gonna, the waters are gonna rise so much we're gonna lose some of the East Coast. Well, I got news for you. If the water rises enough to start taking away some of the East Coast, you know what it's gonna cover first? It's gonna cover Nantucket first. It's gonna cover Martha's Vineyard first. But Obama, Went and spent 12 million plus dollars. How much of it was donor money? How much of it was, was off the backs of the taxpayer and built a 12 million plus dollar property at, in, I think it's Nantucket or Martha's Vineyard. One of those. One of those. Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. So, uh, understand. Oh yeah, David. You realize who they, went berserk over when a busload of something was sent to Martha's Vineyard. What a great point, David. So, again, once again, Martha's Vineyard. So, listen to me, people. Listen to me. Obama, who was supposed to be the, the, uh, the, the president who brought the country together. Obama, the first black president, uh, who, who was supposed to bring all the country together. All he did was divide people, and they did this on purpose, folks. Trust me, this is all by design. But Obama, he didn't take his wealth, his newfound wealth after being president. And trust me, it was newfound wealth. He didn't take this and go to Harlem or go to to, to the streets of Chicago to beautify a neighborhood and say, hey, I'm one of you. You know, when he was president and he was running asking for your vote, he was telling you, I'm one of you. I'm down for the struggle. He even changed his vernacular. Listen, Obama was raised by white folks. Obama doesn't speak with the down with a struggle language. But in certain times in his campaign, he would change his vernacular because he tried to relate to the black voters who are sick of it to the letter D. And this guy, but, but again, if he's so down with the struggle, why didn't he take his newfound wealth after his presidency and go build a house to help a neighborhood in Chicago? Why didn't he go build a house and help a neighborhood in Harlem? No, he found the whitest neighborhood on the planet, which is Martha's Vineyard, and that's where he went to build his house. Understand, ladies and gentlemen, the Democrats and progressives of today will never, ever, ever, not once, know how, never live how they're telling you to live. I, I, just, I don't know how. There's example after example after example after example. And to David's point, what did Martha's Vineyard do when Ron DeSantis, who I just, I, the guy is brilliant. He's awesome. He's, and, and I, you guys know how I feel about him. I'd be very happy with a DeSantis presidency. Ron DeSantis did what every governor, Republican governor should do. He put some migrant, these illegal migrants on an airplane and he sent them to the whitest, most liberal, elitist place, Martha's Vineyard. And what did Martha's Vineyard do? It took them 48 hours or less to round up the brown people. And the ones that they couldn't stick in a kitchen somewhere, the ones they couldn't stick it, st- put a leaf blower in their hands and put them in the yard, well, the ones they couldn't do that, they rounded them up, put them on a bus, and kicked them out of Martha's Vineyard. You see, ladies and gentlemen, you see, all of these things that they're doing is for you, the peasant. It's not for them. Don't you dare try and bring what the Democrat Party is doing to your city. Don't you dare Try and send that to their city of Martha's Vineyard. Don't you dare try and try and unwhite their whiteness. Well, let's, let's have a yeah, quick rundown on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that 
who's raising the most hell about getting both bus loads of these migrants? Uh, <laughs> New York, that's a black a mayor. Democrat mayor, yeah. Chicago, that's Democrat a black mayor. mayor. Yeah. You know, and uh, San Francisco, San- Democrat. L.A., Democrat. Uh, you're a hundred percent right, David. A hundred percent right. And 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 that, and you know what's great, Abbott. Abbott, who's doing a fantastic job. Now, look, there's some. I've got issues with Abbott, but uh, he's doing a fantastic job on this. He just dropped off another busload right in front of Kamala Harris's house. <laughs> I mean, I, and this is what all the Republican governors should do. The the two outstanding governors, and everybody should follow their lead: Ron DeSantis in Florida and Abbott in Texas, because Abbott took already two or three or four or five busloads and dropped them in Kamala Harris's. He also uh, and took them to Washington D.C. Absolutely, so they can and, see our capital. And <laughs> absolutely, and they're and they're losing their minds over it. These Democrat mayors are going nuts. And mind you, David, and all you listeners out there. Who in this country has designated their cities to be um, uh, sanctuary cities? In other words, we're a city that allows illegals. We don't view you as illegal. You're undocumented. You're a, you have a human right to break into our country and be here. This is what they're saying. So which cities across this country said they are a sanctuary city, that they will welcome illegals, that we shouldn't close the border? Well, those would be your Democrat cities. Well, now that Abbott, Abbott is, and, and DeSantis are telling them to put their money where their mouth is. So they put some illegals on buses and they said, hey, where do you want to go? And some of these illegals said, well, take me to Washington. Take me to uh, L.A. because it's nice weather. Take me to San Francisco. Take me to Chicago. I've heard lots about it. Take me to... Uh, um, uh, New York. I've heard lots about it. And so they put them in a bus and they take them there. And the Democrats are going berserk because the Democrats, again, they will talk and say what they think you want to hear, but they're never going to live by the example. They're never going to be the first ones to live how they're telling you to live. By the way, when are you moving to California (laughs) to protest the blacks getting a million dollar reparation. <laughs> no, no, David. And the, the Mexicans <laughs> you, haven't. You've got this wrong, David. You got this wrong. See, I just recently found in my family tree that we go back to Trinidad and Tobago. Well, the last time I checked, Trinidad and Tobago has a lot of black folk. Well, that means I got some of that blood. So that means if I go to California, I'm going to get mines. <laughs> I want my million dollars. <laughs> I oh, think David, you should I, go and file your claim. Uh, absolutely, David. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, David, you're you 100. Know, and folks, you know, where is, I, I, you know, my degree is in economics, but that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> so is AOC's. I cannot <laughs> understand how a bankrupt government, bankrupt state, can say, "I'm going to give." Yeah, each black a million dollars, uh, uh, a million plus. I, I mean that, a million they, plus. It must be. I graduated and, from Texas Tech, so it must be a lack of programming at Texas Tech. Clearly, you didn't learn Common Core math because apparently this only works with Common Core math. I I don't know, David, but you bring up a great point. California is one of the worst states in the union. They're they're broke. They're they're in debt. They're going more in debt. They're they're killing their power grids. <laughs> they're 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 putting people in electric cars that they're not going to be able to charge. Uh, California already has rolling blackouts. It's going to get worse. 
Uh, I mean, there's there's just all kinds of issues, and it's unbelievable. And now they want to take a gr- and, and instead of bringing people together, they want to divide people more. Because here's the thing: they're saying you have to prove that you've got some certain lineage to get your one million dollars. So there's going to be black folks that won't get the million dollars if they were to. Now, here's the dirty little secret, David. That Newsom is a typical Democrat politician. He never, ever, ever, never, ever, ever intended to give any black person a million dollars. He ain't going to give any, he'll give himself a million dollars. He ain't going to give it to any black people or brown people. But he's telling them what he thinks they want to hear because that dude thinks he's going to be president. And, and this is going to lead me to, to what I think Biden is up to. But to think that you're going to give a million dollars to a certain group of people and then not think you're going to anger the rest of the population. It's never going to work. But this is the kind of mess that Democrats want. They want you fighting with each other. If you and me and we the people fight with each other, we're not paying attention to what these bozos are doing, run by mostly white folks, I will add you to, I will remind you. what If we're not paying attention to what they're doing in Washington, and why aren't we paying attention? Because we're too busy fighting amongst ourselves. When we need to stand as Americans, we need to stand as constitution-loving, freedom-loving, liberty-loving Americans because the politicians, folks, they still have to answer to us. We still have the Constitution. The Democrats haven't destroyed it yet, and and we have a chance. The biggest referendum that needs to take place in this country is going to be in 2024, and whether it's Donald Trump or whether it's Ron DeSantis, I, I don't care. I support both of them. But we have to overwhelmingly vote for those guys. We have to overwhelmingly vote for Republican candidates, preferably conservative libertarian type conservatives. I want a libertarian. I want independent minded, libertarian minded, conservative minded politicians. These people, I, I, I don't want establishment Republicans. I don't want Democrat progressives. I want a candidate who loves the Constitution, who doesn't mind putting the citizen first. <clears throat> who believes in smaller government, who believes in a consumption tax system, not a progressive tax system, um, who believes in the free market, who believes in the people should be free, and believes the government should only do what it's what the Constitution allows it to do. The federal government has 18 enumerated powers, as so says the Constitution. That's the way. I want those type of candidates to win. That's what we need. And we're going to have to have a referendum in 2024, folks. Because if you don't throw these Democrats out and punish them, they're going to keep making your life worse. They're going to make it worse. So I, I, I just I implore you to, to – to, if you heard this show live, you've got to tell your friends about it. Let them hear this. Let them hear this brown guy here on the On Point with Victor show. Let I am a fellow minority, so I don't mind talking to minorities direct and straight. You have to be – you have to hear what I have to say because what I have to say needs to be said. And – no establishment Republican is going to say what I just said today. Nobody. I don't even think there's many radio hosts that will say what I had to say today. will say what needs to be said because they're afraid to be called a racist. I am not afraid to be called a racist. You call me what you want. You call me what you want. I don't care because this minority can think for himself. This minority can make his own decisions. This minority, I can work two or three or four jobs at a time to make living for myself. I don't care. I would rather work four jobs than to depend on one Democrat or Republican government official. I don't want those handouts because they'll control you. Yes, David. The reality of it is if you go to the Bible or you do some research or just some serious thinking to yourself. We're all a minority. 
Oh, that's a good point. There ain't nobody else in the world like me, mm-hmm. and I'm glad of it. And so is the world, I'm sure. <laughs> that's but, a you know, we're all minorities unto ourselves. We're individuals, mm. and we were created as individuals, mm-hmm. not as a group, but as individuals to think individually, to have our own opinions. Mm-hmm. We, we, we absolutely. It's good, to, it's good to work with a group and like a platoon, a squad, a platoon, mm-hmm. right. a company, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, how, you know, you have a platoon, you don't have two people that are alike in a platoon. But you know what, David, to your point, what makes a platoon, or, or let's say a team, what makes it so great when a bunch of individuals can come together with their individual talents and work together? And work together. And that's, you, you, that, that's what the Army or Marines or mm-hmm. whoever, they do a fantastic job. Once... From the moment you get in reception, mm-hmm. the Army, the psychological core, <laughs> the psychiatry core, or whatever right. it is, is working on your head. Mm-hmm. And they're transforming you into a team. Right. But there's a difference between a team and a wannabe utopian society. Oh, 100%. 100%. Know? There's the collective, which is going to fail. Every time, the fa- I mean, I could even go back to the, the the Mayflower, the Pilgrims. You know, they tried socialism first. They tried the collectivism first, and it failed. And that's how capitalism was born. Honestly, that's how how the the independent capitalist type society was formed was because the collective failed. And and to David's point, he's exactly right. If you get this mentality, this groupthink. Where everybody's a myrmidon except they're one little puppet leader, it's never going to work. You're going to have shared misery. Like every socialist country that's tried socialism and failed, they have shared misery. Every communist country shared misery. Look at the history of this world, ladies and gentlemen. We're the youngest country. We're 240-something years old. But we've done more, provided more, lifted more people out of poverty than any nation, any country on this planet. And we did it with capitalism. Why on earth would you be against capitalism? Because your little butt doesn't want to work? You don't want to work 40 hours a week? Let me tell you something. If you're not working 50 hours a week, and you ain't working hard enough. <laughs> so, and that comes from my dad. <laughs> so, But I, 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 it is so true what David's saying. And, and if any of you out there who's a veteran and has been in the military, you know it well. You have to have a team. But the team is only as good as its individual pieces. And, and, and you've got to have individuals, individual talent. That's, there's a reason that not everybody that joins the military is a sniper. There's a reason why everybody that joins the military is not a technician, not a water engineer, not a, a logistics engineer. There's a reason that everybody that joins the Navy is not a nuclear scientist. There's, uh, there's right. a part of everybody because everybody has different individual talents. Which brings us to the penny situation. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, absolutely. And David... We talked off air about this, and ladies and gentlemen, David is talking about the Marine that uh, the the progressive dirtbag uh, brag in New York, the Attorney General in New York, is trying to railroad because because of his he thinks his Democrat voters will leave him if he doesn't do their bidding. And you've got these people out there trying to take an innocent Marine, a veteran. Listen, folks, don't ever let the Democrats tell you they're for the veteran. 
They're not for the veteran. You, I don't see Biden or any Democrat standing up for this Marine in New York. This Marine in New, in New York who, who saved people on the metro. They saved people on the train. The New York subway, he saved people. And now they're trying to convict him of murder. They want to convict him for, of, of negligent homicide. When all he did, all he did was make a, a, a car in the subway that people could not escape from. He made it a safer place by putting this guy uh, in, in a submission hold. Now, this Marine didn't intend to kill him. He sure not. He did not intend to kill him, but he had to neutralize the threat. And that's what he did. And he saved people for doing it. This guy that he neutralized, not a few weeks or so before this, took his hand and smashed a 67-year-old lady in the face. On it on one of those subway trains. Are you hearing about that? No, you're not hearing about that. They're too busy trying to take an innocent Marine and throw him in jail because they don't want you and me protecting ourselves. And and I am happy to say that this Marine has raised over two million dollars from the great people of this country, the people who really support veterans and like us. The veterans are coming forth and, to support. Oh, him. absolutely, his the, brothers yeah. and sisters. The, uh, veterans will always protect their brothers and, and sisters. By the way, absolutely. if you want to give to yeah, David, let's give that. Let's give that out. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to help this innocent marine, if you want to help his legal defense fund because he's going to need it, he's going to need help. Uh, David, where do they need to go to help? www.givesgive give send go. Give, Got it. SendGo.com backslash Daniel Penny question mark S equals zero one. That's give SendGo.com backslash Daniel Penny question mark S equal sign zero one. Perfect. Now you heard it right there, folks. So go if you want to help this Marine, uh, and you should, uh, and spread the word, spread the word. Because what the Democrats, and again, how many times do we hear at America's Web Radio? How many times do I have to hear at the On Point with Victor show? How many times do I have to tell you? If you are a veteran and you're voting for Democrats, you're voting for your own demise. The Democrat party doesn't care about the veteran. In fact, how do I know this? You want a new piece of information? You want a new example? Breaking today, breaking news today, and this, this fires me up, folks. And again, let me just go ahead and give my disclaimer. I'm not angry. I'm just right. But today, the Democrats in New York are kicking homeless veterans out of a hotel so they can bring in illegal immigrants and put them in their place. Now, this really ticks me off. And this is coming from, and again, for those of you who don't know me, I am of Mexican descent. I have family in Mexico. I am Mexican and Spanish descent. I have family all over Mexico. I go to Mexico two, three, four times. In fact, I'm going there tomorrow. I go to this country. I live, I, 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 I have been many, spent much time in this country. I have lots of family in this, in, in Mexico. I have compassion for those people because I've seen poverty. You have not seen poverty in this country. If you look around and you think you've seen poverty, you haven't seen the level of poverty that is all over Mexico and all over Guatemala and Nicaragua and Venezuela and, and Panama. That's poverty, folks. So I, I of all people understand why people want to come to this country. But as an American, because I am an American first, you cannot 
have a sovereign country and we can't help people if we allow our country to become what those third fourth world countries are and you can't bring all that to here and not expect here to become there so for us to be the better country for us to be able to help people we have to have a sovereign border and we the united states the every politician promises to protect the people of this country and to protect the veteran and to take care of the veteran Huh. And New York, they spend three hundred and sixty million billion, yes, billion dollars, right? On, on and they have done the they have not done mm-hmm. the first research on the effects of PTSD on on, on the, oral on oral on hygiene and uh, yeah oral oral so, health. And this is what I'm telling you. And now you've got Democrats in New York who are removing homeless veterans from hotels and putting in illegal immigrants. I, and ladies and gentlemen, I am not saying to kick the illegals and be mean to them, but you cannot put the non-citizen over the citizen. And for darn sure, we can't treat our veterans like dirt, and that's what the Democrats are doing. All right, listen, we're going to run out of time, and I've got there's a few other things I wanted to get to, so I'll continue things next week. But I got to say this: listen, uh, one of our new sponsors here at the On Point with Victor Show, Curb Appeals and Exteriors. Curb Appeal and Exteriors, folks. If you've got a roof problem, if you even think you have a roof problem, if you think you saw a little water or condensation in your house, you give these guys a call. Curb Appeals Exteriors. 404-791-1995. Listen, I speak from experience. I use them. These guys, I called up Curb Appeals and Exteriors. They replaced the roof on my house. And it unbelievable job. Uh, un, they saved me unbelievable money. They worked with my insurance company. I didn't have to do anything. All I had to do was look at the pretty new roof and then sign the back of my check that I got from my insurance company. That's all I had to do. So, folks, if you have a problem, if any kind of problem with your roof, if you got, if you want to do some some new things to the outside of your house, you got to do some windows, you've got to do some gutters, whatever it is, curb appeals and exteriors. Give Rhett a call, 404-791-1995. All right, folks, we're getting to the end of the show here. Listen, I got a whole lot to, I didn't even touch on the Durham report. The Durham report is out there, and again, if you're a listener, a new listener to On Point with Victor, go do some research. Take duck, open up a duck, duck, go search and put in Durham report results and go read them. Because what happened during the 2016 elections, what Hillary Clinton and the FBI and the DOJ, what they did to collude together to put out a hoax to try and take down and the opposition candidate, that is way worse than whatever happened on January 6th. So you've got to look it up. So, all right, folks, we've got a lot more to get to. We'll get to it next week. Don't tune for locked and loaded. That's up next. I'm out. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. This is AmericasWebRadio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.